Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. It's the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 107, One Everything Entertainment. Project Down and Dirty, the comedy show. It'll be here before you know it. And uh, uh, Lindsay, what was our winning bid for those seats? Yes, we have our winner is Cheryl with a bid of $400 for the ticket. Oh, oh Cheryl, way to go. And not Tanya Harding, I feel for her. Well, for sure. Wanted to get the bidding up a little bit, and she was willing to pay three fifty. Yeah, and she nudged it up just and another like, fifty. Because you do that every I once in that. a while, and you've you've I had some at, many interesting experiences as a result of it. I did that at the Starkey Gala one year when yeah. I the and year I went happened? as a guest. I was going to get the bidding going on the Playboy Mansion package that included airfare for two, two nights at the Beverly Hills Hotel dinner at Chase on the Alley, and a tour for four at the Playboy Mansion, which is priceless, by the way. It was priceless, Laurie. And this was nine years ago, and I was just going to get the bidding going. So I just wrote down my name, and the opening bid was twenty two fifty, and I thought... I did it right away, but I'd had a martini, which yeah. I never have, because I can't handle it. And... Uh, what happens? A lady comes up to me and she goes, oh, my husband wants to bid on that so bad, but I love your show and I know how much you want to go to... Because I talked about, I always wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion. So that's goes, like so I won't let him bid. that you want. I won't let him bid on it. And I'm like, that's so nice. No. <laughs> Oops. And, and, that's, that and then at the end of the night when I got it and I realized, you know, and you even have a bidding number, you have to give them your credit card. And I just thought, holy crap, what am I going to tell Casey? Because... Oh, we I could add it at the time nine years ago. I we probably Shit. it was like if we spent over like five hundred dollars on something, we would just say something to each other, talk about it, or just say, hey, "Honey, I'm doing this." Now we don't even talk to each other about. Well, that all started with I have a problem <laughs> and, and I need yeah. your help. Anyway, I'm like, what am I going to do? Anyway, long story short, I ended up I bid on it in July. And I gave it to him for his birthday, and I got to go on the trip, and his two cousins. That's, and that's that like was, a present for you and me. That was, the, that. yeah, I was like, that is a good idea. Give your partner a trip that you go on, too, and make it a tradition. No I, matter where, even if it's just local. I really like that. I, I, I thought, know. Yeah, anyway, and it was. You win, we win. I know. It was, it was pricey. And, and when I think about it, and having that tour, and I mean, that was priceless. Now it's closed. I mean, it's never going to happen again. Never you got to experience again. the grotto. I know it. I did that a little bit. Um, I remember at a big, done that a at big brother auctions. event mm-hmm. uh, with Joe Schmidt years ago. What did you end up getting? Oh, I had a chef uh, dinner table, like for a lot of money. And I, um, a friend of mine asked me to go in on it. And he had money and I didn't. Uh oh. At the time, was and it I, like eight grand or something? It was. It was something. It wasn't that bad, but it was enough that I would nervous. Not, it was very nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drive home from the golf course—that was when we got there, and our celebrity partner was Rusty Gatenby. Oh my God! Do you remember how much we laughed with him that day, Donnie? Mm-hmm. He was the worst golfer ever. He was ever. worse, than, worse me. than you. Two? Oh, he hit a tree. No, we were good. He hit a tree that ricocheted off and almost came back to hit us. And he hit us. 
first shot. He's just terrible. First, first shot at yeah. a shotgun tee yeah. up. Oh, I mean, boy. we laughed so hard. We're like, what are you doing in a golf tournament? Yeah, right. <laughs> he was oh, so funny. God. He was so funny. But I, I remember I found out the great news when I was at a gas station on the way home. Great news. You won. Because I left a little early, you know? Yeah. Oh. Oh. No. I can't. Oh, I, I can't. You've yeah. got to get me out of this. My husband would kill me. And he oh. probably wouldn't have. But at the time, I'm just like, no, I didn't mean it. It was yeah. a joke. It was a joke. My fingers I, were crossed. I was really I signed sh- it with my other hand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And yeah. I was really, you know, like just nervous about how Casey would react to it. And he was just like... Yeah, that's cool. going to be fun. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then we get this. Sigh and of relief. That was when I stayed at the um, Four, Four seasons, seasons Beverly Hills. And a guy opened the door for us because I'm like, we've got to go up to the pool. And there's a, uh, on the pool level, there's a little restaurant that only, like, if you stay at the Four Seasons Beverly Hills or you're a longtime patron of, that you can eat at. And it's very private and it's outside. And who opens the door for me? And I'm just like, he's smiling at me and I'm smiling back. And and, and Casey, you know, we, we get in. And he goes, do you know who that was? And I go, he looks so familiar. And he goes... Roger Daltrey of the Who just opened the door for you with his little blue glasses Who on. Who are you? And he was shorter said. than I was, but he was very nice looking mm-hmm. man. And it, I guess that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So however old he was nine years ago in his sixties. In his sixties, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that is a. And I kept the key card because in case I ever want to go back and go to that pool, I've, I've got a four season Lori, key. I, if they haven't changed it, I, kept, I keep sure all my. I kept so many, I keep key so cards. many key cards of fancy places because a lot of times they don't change them. Really? Well, at least they, you know, you can just flash it. Yeah, yeah, you can keep it in the little case. They change it for the VIP yeah. cards. We've learned. Uh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, you've tried to get in. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we've been. Uh, I'm sorry, that card been, is no good. Yeah, we've been denied access just. A couple, really? Let me yeah. get the, get out the other one, Lori. See if that one works. Yeah, Go back and try. try. <laughs> it's the blue one. It's the blue one. Oh, we Lordy. really have kind of tried to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then when we were at Chasing the Alleys, which is like this famous place in Beverly Hills, it's sort of like like a Morton's, and it literally it is in the alley and in off of this i don't know what street it is and it's like a morton's it's very clubby and it's known for high powered lunch and dinners for hollywood people producers directors it's just a who be seen and be seen place but the lights are dim and it's the big booths and you yeah. know the the friend, the waiters with the white coats and it was probably one of those stuffy places where there aren't even any women being waiters. It's like France and it's all all the guys are the waiters. So right. anyway, and we're sitting there and I'm like, Casey, we're having I mean this amazing meal. It was like a two hundred dollar gift uh, uh, gift card. Company, so yeah. you can like oh, we yeah. were ordering like everything and then who's sitting right at the, the table next to you? The booth. Oh, the booth. The booth. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who created the Sopranos? David Chase? Or whatever his name know. is? You're going to have to check that one. Yeah. Remember, Julia, we just, Robin Green fired her. We, the girl who worked at Rolling Stone, she worked on the Sopranos for the first five years. If you ever thought the last year the Sopranos sucked, it's because it's the woman. David Chase. I love, David Donnie, Chase. that you said, I don't know, you're going to have to look that up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I'm looking at the traffic, so your computer was free. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but anyway, can I get back to my story? <laughs> and I knew about you right but now. But I said it was David Chase. <laughs> you, I, did. you did say it was I David I should Chase. rely on my yes. memory. Laura, you should. Anyway, um, but... You look pretty in this light, by the way. It's oh, really I, good on I you. put on so much makeup this morning for Jason. Oh, to be on you? TV? That yeah. Back over you. It Are looks you? good on you. Donnie, if you show up on TV without makeup, you look like oh, crap. washed out, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. look real, real it's bad. It's HD. HD. You know, our radio I'm like, you got Vaseline for that lens? No, we're not. Oh, my gosh. This is all live on our website, MyTech1071, where you could go to donate. Please. Where are we at? Give us we, a little update. I don't feel like it's... Anyway, if you 5, did... Can I go back to my Sopranos story? So if you were a Sopranos oh, fan and okay. you, you love that show, like, I mean, I watch that show every week. We would have kind of, you know, I didn't... We had to watch it live and everything. And uh, Brian Lambert used to come over and we mm-hmm. sort of had this dinner thing to watch it. And... At the end of season five, we learn in reading from Robin Green's book, who was a guest on our show like three weeks ago. She got her start. She was the only chick on the masthead at Rolling Stone magazine in 69, 70, and 71. And wrote the story that like wrecked David Cassidy's career, the one where Annie Leibovitz got him to take off his clothes and show us his happy trail. Anyway, the scandal. The scandal. scandal. It sounds so quaint now, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So she went on to write for Northern (laughs) Exposure. She and her writing partner is now her husband. And she ended up at The Sopranos, and David Chase hired her and Mitch. And she wrote Tony Soprano's lines. She really got his character. And Mitch wrote all the women, Lorraine Bracco and That's her husband. Yeah, her husband. And David Chase, apparently, you know kind of a little jealous, you know, prickly guy, he wanted to take the last season in a different direction, and he fires Mitch and Robin and has to pay out their contract. And people did not, they felt, if you look back and you see what people said about it, they felt that something was... The last year, something was missing. Something was missing, and what was missing was firing those writers. Even though I did like the ending... You know the fail, right. like you, the, yeah, the in the TV. diner, in the cafeteria. Yeah, or whatever, I did not mind to the journey song. Right. You know, I was totally okay with that, but there was a lot of you know critical stuff and regular people, and that right. was, that was now we find out all these years later, they got rid of the writers. Oh, Lorene, thank you for taking us down that memory lane. Just of, taking your of, full circle of a and, private auction, and it all started with, with the Tanya, Gala. not Tanya Hardy. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's where all that started. I'd already forgotten how bidding. it started. No, exactly. I, I <laughs> Sharky Gala, I, Sharky okay. Gala. Well, okay. everything Good. I got. Not, but it was Tanya, who, not Tanya Hardy, who was raising the prices to get yes, more people to bid on the She did get the, the start of that. I story. was with you, sister. It's coming back to me now. I was with you. All right, look at the time. Yeah, I know. All right, just let me give you these two headlines. Okay. Justin Timberlake is going to headline Coachella. Mm. Well, we don't go anywhere. I know, so that's okay. Yeah. And according to pay, uh, People Magazine's magazine, out of Justin Timberlake's old, old, old words, he said, I do a lot of Jessica's shoes shopping. I love women's shoes. And a lot of times I push her to try something like, you should own a pair of Jordans just because. I make sure that I coordinate with my wife for sure. I, we he tried to, like Kanye West. We tried to hide this from you. He doesn't. I, here's what I think. No. Here's, no. 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 No, Justin. No. Justin. Can you imagine no if Justin. Casey, I'm yep. just, Casey had good taste and wanted to buy you shoes? 
Julia. I would take them. Julia. Really? No. No. Mm. Why can, not? Julia, I I don't know. It just seems so like daddy like yeah, to have your man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Kinda, oh, do these shoes yeah. look good, Daddy? And me, maybe that's their thing. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna put it down girl. or whatever. But I think I don't think there's a whole lot of guys who wanna go shoe shopping with their woman. I no. mean, am I wrong? Well look at your Is there dad a guy here who wants to go shoe shopping? I don't see one. Your hand. dad buys his buys his wife the bras. I think it's very weird when I'm with them and we're shopping and he's He's buying his wife his underwear at JCPenney. I always say very loudly, Dad, I think it's so amazing how you're out about your tra- your your, your cross-dressing ways. And does he ever get mad at me? Really? I can't imagine why. Now it's time to go. I don't know any other way to explain why we're there. <laughs> that he's picking out and stretching material. I just have to go, yeah, my dad's a cross-dresser. You know, trying to normalize it. Okay. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back. All right, Holly Hollywood has woken up from her uh, improv nap, and she's bringing us the dirt. Yes, I have, and let me tell you Holly, guys. Holly, you're really good at this improv. You are. You really Can are. Can I take a hot second to let you guys know, Lori, Julia, Donnie, that there's a lot of talent on this stage. And yep. don't give me that face, Lori. It's don't give me us. the exasperated face, but <laughs> you can see on the live stream. No, you guys are fantastic. I can't wait to see you tomorrow night. I can. I can. <laughs> I can. Oh, it's going to be amazing. All right. Well, let's get to some of the dirt that's happening in Hollywood. Okay. Not happening here at Mystic Lake Casino. Ben Affleck released a statement on his Instagram today uh, thanking supporters after completing his 40-day stay at a treatment center for alcohol addiction. So this is what he has to say about that. He said, I completed a 40-day stay at a treatment center for alcohol addiction and remain in outpatient care. He said, the support I have received from my family, colleagues, and fans means more to me than I can say. It's given me the strength and support to speak about my illness with others. And so uh, he goes on to say, finishing the statement with acceptance and humility, oh. I continue to avail myself with the help of so many people, and I am grateful for all those who are there for me. I hope down the road I can offer an example to others who are struggling. You know, you think about it. and you think very about poignant it, statement. It is, and it? you think about how kind of the world knows that yeah, he's... Yeah, but he's had a long time struggle I know struggle he has had this. a long time struggle with I don't alcohol ever remember and gambling. Yeah. yeah, and he acknowledges that, and he mm-hmm. says that this is... It's a lifelong and difficult struggle. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And, and we have We've seen this. We've not seen this kind of a statement from him before. Yes. Not this hard on his sleeve. Right, not so vulnerable yeah. in a public way. Right. So, and yeah. his kids know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, right. they would know. And that's why, you know, God so bless Jennifer Gardner, I know. man. He picked the right woman to have children with. 
Yes. Well, and speaking of Jennifer Garner, it seems like she wants to put the divorce on a fast track. Yeah. To have it end before the end of the year. Maybe she didn't want to divorce him while he was drinking. Maybe that was always one of the things that as the wife that she would have a little bit more... For the kids, yeah, but to be legally still married. Because they're going to have joint custody. Yes, yes. Yeah, and to your point, Lori, the the legal uh, aspects of being married, and she was the one who brought Ben Affleck to the treatment center 40 days ago. She literally drove Ben Affleck to that treatment center. So I think that you're on to something there where she wanted to see this through. And now that this phase of life is over. And she feels his commitment. It's been three and a half years since they separated in June before their 10-year anniversary. No, I'm telling you, wife of the year or years award, she's really something else. Putting the kids... So far first. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So uh, look out for that divorce to be formalized by the end of the year. And like a judge can just get it all sped up and stuff. I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. And then Brad and Angelina. They have kids and they have... So do Brad and Ben and Jen. But but Ben Affleck didn't push his kid on a plane and be, you know, assault his kid. That is true. Yeah. (laughs) So there, it's not, it's not the same. Ah, yeah, that is not when that is ongoing and who knows when that will ever end if ever uh in other celebrity relationship news people magazine wants us to think that orlando blue might be preparing to propose to girlfriend katie perry would someone hire him for an acting job so he doesn't have to take this story to such an extreme no i think (laughs) terrible terrible idea terrible idea Katie, you don't need Orlando and his she baggage. She takes back all the guys. Oh, God. You're and right. he's got baggage. She takes back all the guys except for Russell Brand. Well, she said it. She said she wanted a divorce when she was on tour to Russell Brand, remember? Yeah. 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 No, but, I don't I she, don't feel these two. My Mona Chandra in me tells, the, tells me don't get engaged. This is a fake story or a PR planted sort of type of story. Sure. Yeah. The source tells People Magazine that Orlando has been talking about the future with Katie. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about the future with Katie. The next time I see her, I wonder if we're getting married. I mean, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. How do you feel about the future? I did too. I interviewed her. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, let's talk about a, uh, another celebrity split of sorts, this time with Chris Evans. It seems that he appears to have bid farewell to his character Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he tweeted this this afternoon officially wrapped on Avengers 4 it was an emotional day to say the least playing this role over the last eight years eight has been years. an honor can you believe that right wow. to everyone in front of the camera behind the camera and in the audience thank you for the memories eternally grateful now we heard rumors about this earlier this year that Chris Evans was done playing Captain America I mean imagine playing that same role for a decade well, look at Robert Downey Jr. how long he's been that guy been but they don't Man. make as yeah. mi- many films, do they? Uh, yeah, because he had standalone Captain America yeah. movies, and then they're a part of the Avengers, and mm-hmm. then goodness knows what, because it's you got to have a flow chart right. to keep track of all of this kind of Remember stuff. Remember, you made us one yeah. for Star Wars. I Star did. Wars. Yeah, where did that but go? You know, I, I, it's in my it's at home. She's got it I framed it. <laughs> but I study it at night. <laughs> if you're looking for someone, really, I love following Chris Evans on Twitter. He, he is. is just delightful on Twitter. He really is... You know yes. they're coming from him. Yeah. It's not. It's not somebody is not 
putting those yes. treats out for him. And he's, he's handsome to look at. I saw him he, buying rotisserie chicken once at the grocery you store. Did? Oh, really? Yes. At Ralph's? At Pavilions. Oh. oh, I know, down in Burbank when I was there. And nice. let me tell you, he's handsome and he's built. Oh, Holly, that would, I, maybe, I, will we ever Yum. see him on a red carpet at the SAG Awards? We need him to get in a movie. I know, he needs to get some acting Or maybe get a presenting gig. Yes, that's Why don't right. have more people ask him to present? That's true. And why don't they get them on the red carpet for the ensemble for the Avengers? I don't know. Well, somebody that you're going to see on the red carpet at the SAG Awards this year is Alan Alda. It was announced that he is receiving the Lifetime Achievement Awards from the Screen Actors Guild. And he is the 55th recipient of the SAG Life Achievement Awards. Okay, we are going to get our, our people to help us with one really great question for Alan Alda at the press room at the Screen Actor Guild Awards that Julia can get up and ask. Yes. Okay. If she, you know, Julie, you realize we're on a live stream, so all this yawning <laughs> and exaggerating, I am going to go and tell them to make gifts or memes, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You've had at least, you've inhaled like 10 flies. In the last two minutes. I'm just crashing. Oh. I can see that. Yeah. And, and so can all the people on Facebook Live. I'm, I'm trying to recover. I don't know if you realize that red light means everything is visible. No one's watching right now. Please. <laughs> Everyone was blinking. Please go to mytalk1071.com keyword comedy to find the oh live stream. Oh, my dear. <laughs> Let me tell you, this has been tiring. It's very and we're tiring. pushing ourselves out of the comfort zone all for charity yeah. and for entertainment. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there she goes again. Yeah, oh boy. We got rehearsal after this. You better uh, get some energy. All right, listen, we come back. Um, oh, theories. Oh, theories. Goodness. Oh, Our favorite thing. Okay, uh, this traffic brought to you by the Bureau. What do we got? Uh, I 94 Westbound between Flying Cloud Drive. Welcome back, Gloria Julia Show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, live at Mystic Lake Casino. And again, a big thanks to Mystic Lake. They have been wonderful hosts for us this year. We've really enjoyed being here. Oh, it's been so much fun. It's outside of the work stuff. I mean, it's just been fun rambling around here and playing some slots. And we've had some people win some money. And, and so many good places to eat here. Yes. It doesn't matter where you go. It's and I like good. The, and I like the bars. I like that they have bars, bars yeah. here now. I really do. I got to say. Really nice. Uh, Smile Network, that's who we're uh, getting uh, donations for. And just, just go to. I like the bars. Well, they, that's new here, I, relatively speaking. It? Yes. This was an alcohol free oh, place remember, yeah. for many, many years because of, you know, history and the, the tribal person who was in charge here. And, you know, it's kind of a. I understand. So, anyway. Now it's just kind of nice. I like it. I think that, I think it's probably helped their business. Wouldn't you say? Smile Network. It's who we're getting to. Oh, so, for. so sorry. <laughs> Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword comedy, and we would love for you to donate anything that you can to the Smile Network. $500 is what it takes to uh, have surgery on these uh, very uh, these kids that are born with a cleft lip or a cleft palate. Yeah, it's yes. amazing. Okay. And we'll be fundraising tomorrow, of course. And I yep. think they keep all the... Um, Donation buttons, you know, the links up like through through the weekend. Through the weekend, yeah. yeah. So sure. people can donate if you're yeah. just driving and want to donate. Yes. I can't. I'm trying to refresh. But. I I want you to know, Julia, that I um, let the people know backstage about your yawning that has been captured on the Facebook live stream, and that maybe they might want to, you know, just grab one. For a, a well, while you left, I did our job. No, I know. So look at you're <laughs> wow. getting so. I'm tired. What are we gonna do Listen, with you? We I'm have three tired. hours of rehearsal, I Missy. Know. I don't know. How I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. 
I have a theory that Julia's gonna um, buck up uh, the minute we get off the show. And everything's I, I gonna need be to buck fine. up right now. I'm bucking up. I have bucked up. I can't update and tell anybody about donations because nothing's updating. It's it's time for some theories, but I, okay. I do. I, I'm ready for Lori. Uh, are you ready give for me a theory, some, honey? I was just getting a little snappy. You really were when I, you I snap too at, much coffee. When she and snaps at me, when snappy. she snaps at Donnie, you know that's oh, every yeah. day. You know that's a regular. Yeah. <laughs> but snapping at me, <laughs> I know your buddy. I you know, know. that's just I not like you. So, and I apologize. That's okay, Joya. I mean, I was cracking up with just your yawning. I'm like, God, people on the live stream are laughing their butts <laughs> off at home. Because you're completely, I mean, it's like. Uh, I feel like if it, in those old cartoons, you know, when they used to have the ca- cartoon characters hold their eyes open with the toothpicks. <laughs> the toothpicks, yes. Yeah. I feel uh, like I need those frowny yeah. tape things yeah. just yeah. to hold well, my eyes open. If you will, I did try at 1130 last night. Norma Desmond, Axel Rose, mm-hmm. whoever you stayed out till twelve. I, I'm like, we should probably go home. You know, we have to get up at nine. We were, we were having fun. We have to be money. on TV. We have to spackle. We have to. Then we got rehearsal, and then we have rehearsal. No, we're having too much fun. <laughs> we were, and we really were. So we did stay out a little bit later, yeah. but it did. All right, it's, we're paying it for we it. We are okay. So here, here is the is this deal. A theory. This is a theory, and okay. it's also a fact. Oh, all right. And it, it is that divorced women are happier than divorced men. I disagree. No, Julia, the I, science backs it up. Okay, it backs it up. The oh, all right, no, all right. I will because we, if in general, if they stay that way, yes. Because we already know the study that, of course, if men are married, they're happier. That's been around since the beginning of time. Guys are happier if they've in been in a long time relationship and then they're no longer in it. It's like they're while their they're whole waiting world, the ten minutes to get into the next one. That's right. They're, they're upset. They feel very upset. And they do don't I like sound, that. Do I sound bitter? <laughs> ten minutes is a long time. And I'm really just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, because you usually men do go quicker. There's a smaller pool out there. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. after divorce, more women are use positive words. Um, in this uh, study group that they okay. did about glad, celebration, excitement, where guys use more, they feel like a failure, it's a disappointment. And a higher proportion of women also said they were happier to be single and not looking for a relationship right. in comparison to the guys who, you know, like almost all of them were looking for whatever. And guys are also more likely to harbor feelings for their um, former partner Ten, like 20% versus 10% for women. And of course, mm. of course, 30% more likely to be in a new relationship within a hot second of getting breaking up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can. All right. So. So they're happier once you get, oh, you know, because once you get away from it. Yeah. And so listen, I got divorced uh, I've been several times, two times. And one time <laughs> I was that- very sad about it. And I knew I screwed up and blah, blah, blah. And the second time, I was giddy with delight and excitement to be divorced. So you're not always sad. So that's why I always say when someone tells me they're breaking up with somebody. Is this a good thing? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. If it's a long-term thing and I'm no longer with mm-hmm. blah, 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 or we're splitting up. I Instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, because then you're presuming that you know what's going on. You just say, is this a good thing or a bad exactly. thing? Exactly. Then you can take your social cues. You're welcome. 
Oh, Lori, thank you. That one was free. That's was free. where the, you're welcome Just came another in. radio I, nugget. I think, wait a minute. and Julia. What's the time? Radio nugget. 5.38 on yes. a Thursday, yeah. right? Uh, October 4th, because that was a nugget okay. for free. Yep. Oh, wow. Now, this nugget is not for me, but I take issue with this lady, this this Midwest or no, this midwife. All right. The, mid, the wife from the, the yeah. Midwest? She's a midwife from the London um, London Surgery and Aesthetic Clinic, okay? She says cold weather. I'm going to try oh, I'm not, I don't even know. I already know what you're going to say without you even saying it because it's going to be We're naughty. finish it. How is it naughty, Julia, I just if I know. use medical words? Oh, because I know you. Correct now, cold water, cold weather causes... Winter vagina. <laughs> and what is that I knew exactly? that was going to be here. I knew chafing, apparently, or something. Chafing? I don't know. Women's vagines enter a drought mode during the colder months. Drought mode? Are like, supposed to do water it? Basically, Donnie. <laughs> Hydrate. Hydrate. I, I need more and details. Well, you know, watering She says it, that spending the time in a lot of heated rooms, and I'm going to just say that in Great Britain, there's a lot more radiators. There are, Lori, because they have those old, damp buildings. We learned that a long time about the Catholic right. schools They got the there. radiator heat. They do. Tell me more. And she so says when the skin damp, dryness we suffer is Everyone knows about dry hands. I've never heard this before, though. Well, she says it can happen, you know, everywhere. So, anyway, I think what her bigger point is, is that... That for maybe, I don't know what percentage of women, but perimenopause or then being menopausal and then postmenopause for some women, they are, they have a dryness issue and they need, you know, moisturize, moisturizing. And there, mm-hmm. there is something, there is like a la mer for the vagine. If you're wondering what la mer is, it's a very high end cream that you can get at Nordstrom. That's oh, right. Just nice like ask your doctor, I need some la mer. For my vagine. Is that a prescription? Uh, yes. Oh. There no, it is. isn't. No, there is a, no, there is. Over there the is. The Lemaire for the vagine is a prescription that you get from your doctor. And just think of it as a... A, a, a happy vagine. A, a pussy moisturizing cream. Well, see, it didn't <laughs> Oh, you're to... speaking French. Yes, pussy. Oh. Yes. 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 Moisturizing. So oh. I'm just letting you know. Okay. What's your theory? I know. I think she's she's onto something, but maybe just in the sense that it was a way for her to talk about something that no one ever tells you about. Perfect. That no one does. You know, you've opened up the dialogue, as it were. La mer for the vagine. It's also Mm. a mayoral (laughs) slogan. Look, that headline is quite something. Sorry for president. Lamar for the jeans for everybody. All right, Lori, what's the next one? All right. The secret to happiness. Now, we saw this last night when we played our Jeopardy game. Alexis, who is. I she's, she's adorable. cotton candy. She is adorable she's to look happy. at. She's yeah, happy. She's so the smile on her face. She's darling. She had to act out Winnie the Pooh, and it was hysterical. But I no one knew it. who the hell she was, <laughs> <laughs> even though she was speaking in the high voice. But <laughs> but um, so there's a Harvard professor who he says Winnie the Pooh is the single most contented and wise creature ever imagined. Really? And that the secret to happiness is to be more like Winnie the Pooh and ask yourself, what would Pooh do? 
How would Winnie the Pooh deal okay. with something? I need okay. to I need to go back and watch or Be, read the books because I can't remember. Do? Well, remember Winnie Pooh the Pooh always puts his challenges into perspective yeah. and gives himself you know good good pep talks. You're braver than you are. You're stronger than you think. Is this after he gets stuck in the honey pot? You're smarter than yeah. you think. Yes, Julie. So this is what we have to do for this comedy show okay. tomorrow. We have to be more like Winnie the Pooh. We're better than we know we are. He is the master of Zen and the art of honey tummy maintenance. Okay, and he I has love that. He he is just a very happy person. So well, we yeah, okay. We yeah. need to try and do that. Right. Never, he gets really upset either. He just says, "Oh bother," and then he figures it out. Yes, yes, and and when Winnie the Pooh makes a mistake, he heartfelt gives you an apology. Yeah. I like okay. a honey tummy. Yeah, I think tummy. that saying is just so sweet. Yeah, you so, have such a honey tummy. So I want you to put this in your pocket and refer to it tonight when you're ready to lose it on everybody. And okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna say out loud. I'm insecure and hate this. I promise. It'll be good for a laugh. It'll be good. For we a gotta laugh. go. No. All right. Listen. All right. We'll be right back. We're live at the Mystic Lake. Okay, we're just putting the, putting the big ribbon on today's show. Lori and Julie on MyTalk1071.com, live from Mystic Lake Casino, as we are drawing ever closer to Project Down and Dirty, the comedy show. Have you been waiting just to say it in that sultry voice? I have. Voice? I thought I'd yeah. wait right till the end. Right to the end. Yeah, right to and the end. And of course, people can donate uh, to any of the charities. Just go to my talk keyword comedy, and ours is Smile. Uh, Network International, and uh, we've got Gilda's Club, and we also have uh, Tubman, Tubman, and, and then Stevie, Stevie Ray's, Ray's Skills for Life. Skills for Life, yes. So four go. good things. So anyway, so thank you, and thank you to everyone who's been sitting out with here and stopping by and saying hi today. Our favorite headline today was, uh, you know, yesterday the Duchess of Sussex was in Sussex. <laughs> I've been waiting to say I, that one. I know you have. And she That's was such with, a good one. She was with, with Prince Harry. She was wearing Hugo Boss and Armani, and she had a vegan leather skirt on, tri chic. And when he, she really has a cute sense of style. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And they were very PDA. Just they were double clasp holding hands. Wow. And she was leaning into him. And when he got up to introduce her. He introduced her as my lovely American wife. Did he really? Okay. Isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. I think I know why he said that. Are you two having a baby? Was he at the American Embassy or something? (laughs) You know some of the the hoity-toity royals that don't like that she's American? I think maybe he was giving them a little jab by saying my American wife. I don't know if it... I think he's just very proud of the fact that he grew up enough because he almost was stuck with one of those stuffy, aristocratic British girls. Muffy, poppy, toughy, or Ooh, whatever. By the way, well, Poppy was just taking her shirt off in South uh, Africa. Yeah, she's in, that's in the news today. So he he did well. He married okay. someone he that's did. his equal. You know, she's she's a, a grown up woman who knew who she was and had a successful. Uh, career and uh, they just happen to fall in love. I love their love story. I'll never forget getting up that day, ever, 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 and how mad B. Arthur was at Julia and I. So mad. Apparently, we forgot to read a memo. Yeah. No, 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 Nobody, no, 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 no. Someone didn't tell us something. No, someone didn't tell us a key so thing. Oh, that's right. That we were live on the radio at 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. did not know that. We yeah. thought it was just like a Facebook Live type of situation. No, no, no. Okay. This uh, is so much fun. Are we going to do more headlines? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, share. Says, 
if you want to hide being gay, do not buy share records. Okay, no. So this is a story. She's giving <laughs> interviews right and left, though, right. about her ABBA cover yes. album. And her makeup artist that she had for 10 years or something, and then he died of AIDS, Kevin Alcoin. No, coin. Oh, a- I bought the makeup. A-U-C-I-O-N? No. Yes. Okay, and he was her makeup artist. Remember when we bought all that stuff at Bloomingdale's in New York or Barney's in New York? And she said he had shared with her that he was this little gay kid in Louisiana, southern town, you know, back, you know, hickey kind of a place. And he told her, he said, I just, the one thing that, because she said what she thought she became a gay icon more from Sonny and Cher show. Sure. From that over the mm-hmm. top. But he said, I would, I would bring home my, uh, I'd buy Cher albums and I'd play them in my bedroom at the top of my, you know, as loud as my record player would go. And she said to him, Kevin, you know, I don't know if that was really like, you know. If that really hid that you were gay, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> playing chair yeah. at the top of your lung and yeah. acting out gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Giselle Bunchen brags about her home birth, which was against her doctor's advice. Apparently, she's dishing all. Well, she she's, she's dishing it all. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, here's it, what she said. What? It'd go against her? She's always so kind of you know. She always has to be super everything better than everybody else. Is what I take from that. Well, she also talked about when she had to go topless down the runway and crying. And well, yeah. This, this book is 100% of the proceeds are going to charity. Well, that's very nice. She is. But I don't think it's a good message if your doctor says your baby is sitting on your hip bones in the bad way and we want, we want you to be at the hospital because we feel very much you're going to have it. And she said, no, I am bound and determined to give birth in my bathtub. I'm just saying... You know, they she, had a big spa bathtub. No, the she, whole said medical staff could she said fit in she's it. 5'11", and she said I should have taken that into account. She could only be in the bathtub the last three hours. It wasn't big enough for yeah, it her. wouldn't be. That was the best thing out I of the story. I can't think of a place no. to have back contractions than in a hard bathtub. I, I would have hated that. Anyway, she's telling, she is spilling everything. And she also said about Bridget Moynihan, Moynihan being pregnant with Tom Brady's baby two months after they started dating. And he had to tell her, honey, I got the, you know, the actress that I was dating a hot minute before you, she's having my baby. Maybe even sang the Paula Anka song to her. And she said it was difficult. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, what Maybe they do? broke up for two you weeks. You gotta think about that, because that would be so hard. I, I know if he was a regular guy, she probably would have walked. I... Okay, oh, you know, if but she wouldn't have dated him in the first place because she just had dated Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, no, I know. So, I, I'm just saying that she's not a regular regular. That's gal. true. That's no. true. She's Giselle. She's super grateful to Bridget because she's got a bonus son. Oh, that's so that's very what, nice. How wonderful is that? Yeah, yeah, great. But that would be awkward. Oh, oh, oh. A little bit. Uh, Jenny Slate on love. I don't want to meet someone on a computer or phone. Oh, she must be over with Chris Evans. It is over with Chris Evans. She's funnier than funny. She was on Jimmy Kimmel last week. She's darling, funny, 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 funny. I like her. Yeah, I do too. So she's not doing any online dating. Well, she doesn't have to. She's celebrity. She's on Raya. Right, where all the rich celebrities are. So she probably just gets printouts. (laughs) So it's not online. (laughs) I'll have my assistant just send me the printout. Here's today's paperwork. Dash. Okay. Dash. Not enough money. Dash. Ugly. I wish you'd been like this earlier uh, yeah, today. Yeah, what, what the, the, you wait till the last three well, minutes of the, the show. The last three minutes of the show to come no, alive. What the hell? I have been here, you people. Really? I know. Just I know. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, say the reviews are in for Venom, and this movie sounds horrendously bad. Is this the Tom Hardy yeah. movie? Is it yeah. getting? Is it sitting pretty well, low at Rotten such, Tomatoes? It, yeah, it was the in deal. the thirties on if Rotten Tomatoes. If you wanted to go to that, go to Stars Born. <sighs> what? The same. It's people not the same gonna, audience. No. no. Well, who cares that it's getting bad reviews? Really, well, at the care. end of the day, because it was a very it was, it supposed, was supposed to be really good. Supposed to be really Tom good. Tom Hardy the could use a hit. that were in it. And yeah, the character. That's a bummer when they spend all that money and get paid that much, and, and it, they do make a crappy movie. He kind of looks like uh, the creature he morphs into. Sort of looks like the thing that comes. It, that's an alien that yeah. comes out of the stomach. It does. Oh, it looks exactly the like that. The teeth. And the the yeah, teeth and the yeah. big uh, pterodactyl head. Yeah. 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 All right, probably the last one here. Uh, Tom Cruise supposedly can see Suri, but he chooses not to. This because is, she's not a Scientologist. He, is, he can see her up to 12 days a month, people, and he hasn't seen her in years. I think that is so Because she mean. doesn't follow Xenu. Oh, I think that's mean, wrong, and thank you for coming out and watching us and online. See you later. Um, we are raising money still. My Talk Comedy. 